Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hello and welcome to this quick shot episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your host, Made Man Bob, and joining me in the episode is Made Man Brent. Uh, thanks for dragging me off vacation to come in. I'm going to suffer, I'm sure. <laughs> you are a slave to your craft, sir. And we, we appreciate the almost daily sacrifice that your liver makes in, in, in furtherance of broadcast network journalism. Hey, <laughs> that almost sounded good. Uh, good old boy, Justin. Thank you, Bob. Since this day ends in a Y, I can drink with you. Well, it's got to be five o'clock somewhere. Today, we are discussing some recent limited release whiskeys uh, from Brown Foreman. We have the second release of King of Kentucky. And from Sazerac, we have uh, the 1792 uh, Barton, age 12-year-old. This episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit FTLWS.com. So we're going to have Justin tell us a little bit about the uh, new King of Kentucky release, which we've all been anxiously awaiting after we got the first one uh, last fall. So take it away. This one does not disappoint. King of Kentucky was established in 1881 as a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Brown Foreman acquired the brand in 1936 from selected Kentucky distillers and by 1940 converted it to a blended whiskey. Wonk, wonk, wonk. I know. Until it was continued in 1968. In 2018, Brown Foreman revived the Laps label, paying homage to the brand's past. King of Kentucky is an annual, ongoing, periodic release of a single-barrel inventory featuring barrel-strength, minimally-filtered-proof presentation, with each release and every barrel being unique. Due to the rarity of these barrels, there will be no defined annual volume. Just like the extra time it takes for the liquid to age, the package will also show a personal craftsmanship. Every bottle will tell the story of its origin through the details on the front and back of its package. All will be filled, bottled, wax dipped, and numbered by hand, with details including proof, age, warehouse location, lot number, serial number, and barrel number. Number, number. Yeah. Yeah. Ours wasn't wax dipped. Can you, can we get another sample that's <laughs> properly waxed? Hey, that probably makes sense. We're all happy the to get the ones we get. So <laughs> we're very happy to get them, you know. So this had a dark brown, beautiful color. You're skipping ahead. Yeah. What are you doing? Put your glasses on and read. Right. <laughs> if you're a regular <laughs> listener to our show, you'll uh, remember our review last fall. Of the first release <laughs> of King of Kentucky. Well, folks, it's back. King of Kentucky is returning this summer with the release of its second edition. Last year's release was a 14-year-old whiskey, and only 960 bottles were released. This one is a 15-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon with approximately 2,000 bottles available. Unfortunately, like last year's release... This one is available only in Kentucky. <laughs> breaking my heart. Just and breaking it was my heart. From Warehouse O, Floor 1, Rick 104. 
It's 131.3 proof or 65.65 alcohol by volume. Suggested. We had to give him a calculator. Yeah, that one was definitely a calculator one for him, you know. He was not getting that on his own. New, new <laughs> way, million not years. any chance, and <laughs> no way, chance, no, no <laughs> how, no way, no how. No, 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 no. This number I know. It was a suggested retail price of two hundred forty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Two hundred forty-nine. Two hundred forty-nine dollars. That was getting up there. That's getting up there in price. For Fifteen years, you know. Yeah. So. When you pay two hundred dollars, do you get green stars and orange clovers <laughs> uh, with them? You get wax. I think you get streamers wax. come out and people you hold tater, your name with tater, letters. Tater wax. Tater wax. Tater wax. Special. Special Johnson's tater wax. Yes. It comes in the standard seven hundred fifty milliliter bottle. If it was the one seven five. You could almost understand the price, but God, this was so <laughs> good. Please, you'd pay that. You know you'd pay it. I, I'd pay it all day. Yeah. yeah. For this All right. Stuff. Well, what'd you think? So it had a beautiful dark brown color to it. It had butterscotch and caramel on the nose. And when you got into the palate, it got even more complex. It was like dark chocolate, cream soda, oak, raisins. A hint of pineapple and the finish just goes and goes and goes and it was gorgeous what'd you think brent i think you should stop describing your girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah this is a beautiful beautiful dark in the copper color oh it's 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 just beautiful and then you get this yeah that, that right off the nose on the nose you get butterscotch bam hits you hard then you get the caramel a little bit of honey and then the fruit notes pop up you know and right after that then you get a little bit of nuttiness you know until you hit your palate and as soon as you as soon as you put in your mouth this beautiful creamy mouthfeel and then creme brulee just takes over you got caramel vanilla fruit and oak and then you get a nice long lingering finish it's an oak and creme brulee oh I don't even know how people suffer through this. It's beyond me. You're a man that sacrifices greatly for your craft. Oh, that's that's all I can say. Yeah. What you suffer through is just inhuman. So <laughs> with a name like King of Kentucky, it's either gonna be the best thing yeah. you ever had or, or the worst thing you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's no joke. Well, that you know, we we, we were fortunate that they were nice enough to share with us a sample from the first yeah. one. And when the second one arrived at my door and I, I didn't even know it was coming, I opened it up and I, I swear I thought I think I might have jumped up and down a little bit. Uh, this does not disappoint. Not at all. Uh, this is this is an abs I mean, that first one was great. You can listen to it on it was, uh, the first on a past one was episode. super creamy. This yeah. one is a lot more wood. This one's just this is a worthy follow up. I yeah. mean, it's just yeah, yeah, it's huge great. oak. I mean huge wood, but it's not a lot of times when you get something, when you get 14, 15, 16 years, the oak will overpower it. Gives you that that bitter, no, that, astringent, tannic oak. Yeah, this yeah. is not that. This no, it's is got the that, other. This it's is got that, that creme brulee yeah. that just like mellows with this the oak. This is that you know, huge like, oak, but it's not. It. It's not the bitter. It's yeah, and then it's just. It's like a. It, it's like eating a creme brulee. It's creamy on the inside, and it's got that that burnt sugar. Uh, top note on it it's uh, a little bit of toasted coconut i got and and, and like roasted uh hazelnuts or mm. 
uh, you know, roasted chestnut. I mean, oh. Yeah, you get a little nuttiness yeah. in the mouthfeel. You know, it's it's like at the there it goes again after, with nuts and mouth. Stack, stop yeah. it, stop, stop it. it, stop it, stop it. So, <laughs> I, and and then you know you get a little bit of the, the the cinnamon and the clove, a little bit of baking spice. But wow, I mean, this thing is this is it's like my beloved stag. This is a brick straight to your teeth. Boys. Yeah, it compares this. favorably to stag. Yeah, one hundred and thirty-one point three proof. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, it's not. The, the kick I'm you getting is not all the alcohol. No, 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 no. You don't. I mean, you would. If you I mean, were you to, can tell the alcohol is there, especially after you swallow in the, in, in, the, in the throat. But yeah. it's not. It it, def, it drinks bigger than the alcohol. But yeah, yeah, my initial thing was I was like, well, this is like 110, you know. Proof, if I had you know? a little bit more, I might actually be tempted to add a little water to see how it would maybe tame down the alcohol just a touch. But right now, I just don't want to mess with it. No. So. <laughs> Maybe just a drop. Let me see here. You are a brave, brave man, sir. Let's see what he does. Oh gosh, that was more than a drop. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. All a, right, well, what's hey, your verdict? Well, I, I was a huge five. No, what's your verdict with water? Oh, with I mean. water, yeah. Any change? It's just creamier. Yeah, just creamier. It's just creamier. It's just like it, it, the creaminess is. It expands in your, with that with that little bit of water, you know. So it's, uh, I'd say, it got you know hard to get any creamier, but You're a little right. bit of water, yeah. a couple drops of water, yeah. it did. Yeah, it went mid palate after the water. Hmm. It did go mid palate, did, but it's still, yeah. it's still your whole. It mouth opened, well, it, what it did still. is it opened it up. It was all front palate before, and now it's stretching back. Yep. Yeah. So, but Man. at your own risk. But yeah. we are going to be giving this one five sips. Oh, my goodness. Hey, and we're back with this quick shot episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. We just finished talking about the absolutely stunning second release of King of Kentucky from Brown Foreman. Um, so we're going to go on next to, we probably should have swapped these around. Um, but uh, you know, who this knows? Maybe this one's better. This one was so big. Um, but we're going to have Brent tell us about the next one. Thanks, Bob. Uh, the next whiskey is the Barton 1792, aged 12 years. They keep mm. they keep coming out with new ones, man. Yeah, they keep coming out with new ones. Yes, the, yeah. There's they all have. I wonder what the what the color band will be on this one. You know, they all have different color bands. Um, you know, so it's it's very very know. unique. You get like a nice line of them in your in your liquor cabinet with all the different color bands. Really looks nice. They need a chartreuse one. Impressive, yeah. So so the Barton seventeen ninety two distillery was established in eighteen seventy nine and continues today as the oldest fully operating distillery in Bardstown. It's gray, gray. Yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, it's gray, yeah. gray band. There you go. The the Bardstown, the bourbon capital of the world, which it pretty much is. Yeah. You know, so the distillery is located on 196 acres and includes 27 warehouses, 22 other buildings, the Morton Spring, and the Tom Moore Spring. 1792 small batch bourbon whiskey is distilling, aged, and bottled at the historic Barton 1790 distillery and is named for the year Kentucky became a state. I guess 1792. That's when they became a state. No, it's uh, uh <laughs> no, it's yeah. uh, it's 19. If you add them all yeah. together, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, age 12 years is uh, is made f using the same rye recipe as its flagship 1792 small batch bourbon, and 
It is the latest in a line of limited edition releases under the Barton 1792 series, joining other previously limited edition expressions such as the High Rye, that was a good one, Sweet Wheat, another good one, Single Barrel, Poured Finish, Full Proof, always a good one, and Bottled and Bond bourbons. Bottled and Bond, you can never go wrong. No, you can't. No. Uh, fans of the show will remember a past episode where we reviewed several of those limited edition expressions. The 1792 aged 12 years will be available at retail in July and is planned that one batch of the aged 12 years bourbon will be released each summer. So it'll be an annual release. That'll be nice. It's yeah. So 96.6 proof, 48.3 ABV, the suggested price for this, 50 bucks. It's a 50 great bucks idea. out the door. Yeah. 50, 50 bucks in tax out the door. Yeah, you can't beat it. That, that's the one of the things I've always liked about 1792 is it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good value bourbon. It yeah, always has been. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't take advantage of the market and just yeah. like, okay, let's, uh, let's do something different. You know, they, they take what's working and, and yeah. run with it. And I don't think any of the special releases have been more than $50. No, they haven't. You know? I mean, they I, haven't. I've never paid more than that for it. And it's, it's one of the few limited kind of special release whiskeys that you can get that you know, certainly, you know, from any of the big names that you can get, period. I mean, you can go in the store and, you, you know, there's a very good chance you might find it. Yeah. Well, one of the things I liked about the foolproof was that they did a lot of uh, single barrels with that. Yeah. For places, and that's that's exciting stuff too. So, yeah, this has got a for the color on this. It's nice. It's a deep used copper color um, on the nose. I get like a. It's like a. It's hard to describe, but it's like a mellow cotton candy. Yeah. And cherries. It's a very very sweet. Um, yeah. It's it's like a it's sweetness like to a, it. You can't pick out. It's like. Chocolate. It's it's like maraschino cherries wrapped up in yeah, just uh, you know a lot of malt on this one. Yeah, and things you know on the palate. First thing is oak hits your palate right Mm. off the bat. Yeah, bam! It just but it's unlike the one we just tasted. It's uh, it's it's oak and it's it's very big oak, but it's not. That is more hit you in the face oak. This is more round, more soft. I mean, it's there and it's very predominant, but it's not overpowering. It's like yep. the heart of the oak, not the bark. Oh yeah. Well, then I get yeah, a, then exactly. I get a dry mouthfeel. Where the other one, this past one we had was a creamy mouthfeel. So this one I got a dry mouthfeel. You know, with pepper and clove, and then that fades into a a very creamy, uh, delicate finish. Mm. And it just really, it's uh, just a soft, tender, delicate. It it doesn't hit you hard. And you know, I this is something that I would put like as a nice after dinner drink. A lo- Enhancing your dessert is what you know is where I would where I would really kind of enjoy this the most. I think. Well, you know what he has for dessert, whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, I have yeah. I have bourbon with yeah. my I have bourbon and then I have bourbon that with it. So. Yeah, just bourbon with his cornflakes. Well, I usually yeah. drink scotch, but you know only PD nasty scotch. But yeah, he drinks bourbon with his bourbon. Yeah. He's uh, he's a professional, so you know. Don't try this at home. If I stop all at once, the cumulative hangover will literally kill me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This reminds me of like a really nice aged scotch. Really. Again, I have no idea. Where, I mean, that's why we love him, folks. He just, he, yeah, went, you know, where you're going down, a, you're going down a highway and he'll just make that left on a dirt road at 90 miles an hour. Never even look back. Like, uh, okay. I'm waiting for him one day to go, yeah, this reminds me of a really good vodka. <laughs> we haven't hit that show yet. We will. 
Yeah, but he did mention the legs on this. You know, when we were talking about earlier, it's got really nice good. legs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's got a great. This is, I mean, for the price mm-hmm. and the value, I mean, it's hard to beat this. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's fifty bucks, and it's. Oh, I mean, I could, I could I get, drink this after I get, meal every you know, day. I, I get what you're saying. I, I get a creaminess, but it is sort of like a drying creaminess. Dry, yes. It comes, the dryness hits you first. I don't know it's, if it's so much creaminess or if it's just sort of the oiliness of the whiskey. The, and that's where, where you're getting the legs as well. It's yeah, with the viscosity. The, yeah, the delicateness of it. It's, and the legs are a hallmark of a well-made spirit. And I get, uh, I definitely get like a a chocolate on this. On the end, I get it. Mm-hmm. Once you swallow, it, it's on the back of the tongue. You, yeah. I'm definitely getting a almost like a like a one of those uh, lint milk chocolate truffle balls. You yeah. Know, it's just, what is it with us and balls lately? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> you know, you have this thing about balls and nuts. I don't even know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's going down a, a really a, a weird sometimes road. Sometimes you, you know, feel like so. a nut. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. I'm, are you insane? <laughs> Maybe some mild post-traumatic stress disorder, but but he drinks a lot, so so yeah. I think I've got a pretty good handle on it. Yeah, exactly. I'm with him. Yeah, this one, uh, this one's really, really lovely. It's uh, you know, again, 1792 is one I've always liked. Um, back when it was still eight year age stated. Uh, hopefully, we'll catch up and it'll go back to that. But uh, for the money, it's always been it's always been one of those that I thought was a really good value for the money. And uh, you know, this one definitely does not disappoint. They've put out a, you know several of these. I, I really, I tell you, I really like the port barrel finished one that they did. I thought that one was extremely well done. Yeah, it it was different from a lot of the port bourbons that they've had out there. Um, but yeah, real well done. So uh, I think we're going to be uh, giving this one. Four sips. That's classified. A well-deserved four sips. Yeah, well-deserved four sips. So if you're out there uh, later on this, you know, into July and August when it starts hitting the shelves, uh, if you see this, you're Uh, not seeing King of Kentucky unless you are in Kentucky and the luckiest guy on earth. But uh, if you see the 1790, pick up a bottle. Right. This is 12 years, 50 bucks. The other one, 15 years. Uh, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So yeah, different you know, animals. What are you? I mean, do? for you know, for a four sip or a four for a, or a five sip, you're yeah. Well, how often do we give out five? That's pretty. Yeah, rare. that's very rare. But it's very rare. But you yeah. know, a nice. You know, be nice. Yeah. It's not too shabby. So, well, that's all the time we have for today. This has been a quick shot episode discussing these products from Brown Foreman and Sazerac. We hope you enjoyed this show, and we remind you can catch all of our episodes, including our regular weekly show that comes out every Friday, online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. I, I can't keep track of all of them. Pretty much any place you can listen to a podcast, as well as on terrestrial radio on over 200 stations across the country. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sibsudsandsmokes.com. Uh, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, that's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. So thanks for listening, and for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob reminding you that life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Yes, and, it is. And we're not doing that today, boys. Not today. Nope. <laughs> Nope.
This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. We'll be right back.